you're listening to the Quiet Rebels podcast, episode number 47. And this is another coaching episode on the podcast. So if this is your first time ever listening, or maybe this is one of the first coaching episodes uh, you've listened to, basically this is a new idea that I'm testing out for the Quiet Rebels audience because I'm really thinking of new ways to upgrade this year because we are reaching the one year anniversary in just a few months. And one of the things I really wanted to try out was this idea of a coaching episode. And the coaching episodes are when a brave soul, one of the quiet rebels, step up to the plate to share what's on their heart and what's on their mind that's stopping them from moving forward. And in today's episode, I've got the lovely Barbara Jorgensen on the show. We actually had a lot of conversations before and after the interview, so I kind of wish I captured the info, you know, from the green room chats because that's where a lot of the gems actually started um, coming together. So in the interview today or rather in the coaching episode today, we're going to be talking about how she can take her corporate experience. She's been a assistant for 10 years in the corporate space, and now she's wanting to pivot into the online space, right? And so it's just kind of talking about how she can make that transition as smooth as possible, how she can own this space instead of being another VA who kind of raises her hand like me, me, me on the post in Facebook, because I don't know if you've ever seen this, my lovelies, but there have been many communities that I'm a part of And as soon as someone says that they want help um, with a VA or something, there are like loads of people suddenly flooding that thread. And so she just wanted to kind of like see it from a different point of view. How can I serve my clients, my ideal target market in a way where I don't have to do that? Because there's almost no real value there. Like, yes, it's taking the opportunity when someone's asking for it, but she's thinking bigger and she shares her big dream on the podcast today as well, which I'm really, really pleased about. So you are basically going to be like a, uh, a fly on the wall or a dragon on the wall, if you will, because um, who says you have to be a fly? <laughs> but we are going to be having this conversation and I'd love to take you on this journey with us as she discovers how to transfer her corporate experience into her online business and how can she do it, especially during the pandemic. So Oh, this is a good one. So I hope that you join Barbara and I. And so here we go. This is the place to be if you want the courage to live your life and run your business in a way that's true to you. Contrary to what you might think, you don't have to be the loudest person in the room in order to be heard. But here's the thing. There's no time for you to be playing small anymore because you can make an impact on the people you want to help in this world by showing up and owning your message. And it is my personal mission to support you on your journey with every single episode. I am your host, Meike Sang, and it is my honor to welcome you to The Quiet Rebellion. Let's dive in. Hello, my dear Quiet Rebels. I am so excited to be bringing back another episode of Ask MK. And this is where I have a special guest on the show who has been a brave soul to step up to the plate to share what's on her heart and her mind. That's kind of stopping her from moving forward in her business right now. So I'm pleased to introduce you to Barbara Jorgensen. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's amazing to have you here, Barbara. So thank you so much for applying for a coaching spot on the show. And so um, I'm just going to kind of like share what you've shared with me and I'd love to hear your side of it just so that we can provide some context for those who are listening. So you came to me um, just sharing with me that you are pivoting into your new business as a virtual assistant and because you've had like 10 years of experience as an assistant already in the corporate world and you've done some web and brand designing, it's just like how to 
kind of encapsulate all of that value to own a particular space as a virtual assistant. And once you own that, to be able to have the visibility strategy in place for you to, you know, expand your reach and get more eyeballs on your business. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. All right. Brilliant. So that is a Cliff Notes version from me, but we'd love to hear from you. Um, kind of like what inspired you to show up on the podcast today? Well, I'm new to the online world. Like you said, I've been in the corporate for all my life. Um, it's a completely different game. Um, I feel like I have a really solid ground to step on because of my experience, but because this is a whole new arena, still there are things that I'm like, oh, am I doing this correct? Is this really how you do it, you know? And I think that's why I was so excited to send you my application so so you could maybe help me a little more that you've been longer in the game than me. Right. So thank you for um, applying and I'm pleased to have you here. And I love the phrase that you use in your application that you want to be the right-hand ninja for other business owners. So who doesn't want a right-hand ninja, right? <laughs> that's already extremely appealing. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. So let me, let me ask you, Barbara, like you have 10 years of experience as an assistant already in the corporate world. So what is it that's difficult in being able to kind of like translate that experience over into an online business? So what's kind of tripping you up there? I think and maybe what a lot of people I, I lost when I talk to them have the same is like how to market yourself because when you work in corporate, you don't really do that. You just send a resume and then suddenly you're hired. So your resume is like your cover um, front page. But when you're in the world, in the online world, so many other people doing the same as you do that it's a little difficult to like, you know, raise your hand and say, hey, I'm here, you know, mm-hmm. I'm also, I can also help you because of course there's, a bunch that they do probably the same as you do. So how can I bring that value of myself, of my authenticity and serve my people, you know, like find my people? I think that is a difficult thing. Mm. I think that's a question that we can start with. Like, who do you want to serve? Who are your people? So my people is um, online coaches because I really like people that care a lot about other people. Mm-hmm. I am a very service-minded person. I do what I do. Like, I charge for my service because, like, I need to eat. But otherwise, I will not do it. You know what I mean? Like, I like the things that I do so much that is and comes from my heart to, to help. That I also like to work with people that they do the same. I like to work with people that are very curious, but they also want to let me help them that they're very ambitious. They know where they're going. They know what they want. And they just need like a little, you know, right hand to help them with the basic, you know, with the admins and like scheduling and all those Mm. things that they take time, right? Yeah, 100%. And as someone who has recently hired a virtual assistant, it's um, definitely, it's one of those things like, oh, why didn't I do this sooner? And so with your past experience in the corporate world and um, doing brand and web design, which areas as a virtual assistant do you actually want to focus on? Because VAs can cover a huge span of things. So which kinds of things do you want to focus on? Do you want to specialize in the area or do you want to be more of a general VA? I mean, what's your stance on that? So I'm a general admin because that's also a lot of things that I do before in my corporate. And then I'm a, a social media. I help with social media also. I do also web design, but I don't take that many clients as web design because it's just a little part of me. 
So yeah, I think it's mostly like general admin and social media. Okay. What I want to focus on, yes. Okay. So I'm going to help you by asking you these three questions that will probably help you to kind of like zone in a little bit more. Because if you want to be a general VA, then there's not going to be that much that's obvious anyway, that will distinguish you from other VAs who may also be offering general like admin tasks. And so I'm going to ask you these three questions. Because you are, um, I feel like uh, we resonate on the same thing that we focus on the compassion we have for others first. So that's why I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you this question first. And that is, what breaks your heart about the industry you serve? I mean, what's making you want to start this business in the first place? What's breaking your heart when you see other coaches out there who aren't getting the help that they need? So what is it that's driving you? A lot of people have struggled with this. So I've been in corporate for a long time. I got very stressed out, very burned out. And I got into a depression, a very, very dark depression. Um, where at some point I thought I would never come out of that. Um, but thank God I'm on the other side. And uh, that's what I want to help. That's why I'm doing this because I've don't want people to experience what I have experienced. I don't want people to start putting themselves second instead of putting their business, you know, business first, me second. That's not how you should work because at the end of the day, you burn out. And because I know how it is to be in that position, that's why I want to help others to avoid that position, to have a whole life work balance you know that at the end of the day that's what i i have in my life and i want others to have the same i love that so what i'm hearing from you is that you've experienced what it's like to put yourself last and Mm -hmm. you see other business owners in your case uh, coaches since that's who you said so you see a lot of coaches burning themselves out because they are running ragged in their business and you want to be there for them so they can attempts to have a more healthier work-life balance. Is that right? For, yeah, for sure, yeah. All right, thank you. And thank you for sharing that um, personal um, side of your story as well. We really appreciate that. And now I'm going to actually ask you the flip side. So you you, you know me, Barbara, that I don't swear a lot on this podcast. And I'm not sure if this even constitutes as a swear word. But I want to ask you, what pisses you off about what is already out there? So when you think about distinguishing yourself, what is it that other VAs aren't doing? And how can you step in to be the solution to the problem that's there in the industry? I think a lot of VAs are actually underpricing their services a lot. That gets under my skin. Yeah, I also scare, you know, like I'm not in the online. I have all this baggage full of knowledge, but this is the first time I'm doing it here. So probably should I go down on price because they also down, even though they've been doing this for a long time. Am I undervaluating my power and my knowledge? And I think a lot of other BAs do that also. And then the other thing is just like shouting too much, you know, like me, me, me. Like I go into Facebook groups and maybe yeah. somebody asks a question like, oh, I need somebody helping me with a PowerPoint. And suddenly it's like 250 comments, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm not, I don't even, I, I just crawl by, you know, because like I, it's just difficult to compete. You know, and then people is like, oh, I can do it for one dollar. I'm like, you're going to use an hour. How can you do it for one dollar? Like, don't do that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I definitely hear you on that. So it's actually the injustice that you see is also 
your fellow VAs, like not being able to charge the right thing. So it's kind of like you have a dual purpose in your business that one is to actually help the coaches themselves that to, you know, stop being overwhelmed and stop overworking. And at the same time, you want to, it sounds like you also want to be a voice for the rights for VAs, like um, how to charge themselves, how to position themselves. They're not competing like that for $1 jobs, which I agree is also ridiculous. So I see. Yeah, I can see the injustice there for sure. And if we can focus a little bit more on what pisses you off around the uh, coaching industry and how that's currently running right now, um, what would that be? What's the injustice you see there too? Inside the coaching industry? Yeah, because primarily they're your target market, right? I think over-promising. That is something that I see a lot. And I know that you can be ambitious and I know that you can, of course, have a lot of, if you work and you focus, then you can be there in the 10 case. But when people promise things like, oh, work with me, and then you are in three months, you're already in, in six figures. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it just makes me very like, don't do that. You know, don't pride on people's needs, mm-hmm. or on people's weakness. And I feel like, especially right now, with the time we're going through, a lot of people is been either focusing on pride on people's weakness or over delivering free content like they don't even want to sell and this is difficult this is i i find it also difficult i i find it also as as a business owner i don't know what to do you know like should i also do the same over promise and or but my integrity is just not mm. yeah i was gonna say please don't <laughs> please yeah, don't do that <laughs> like, yeah it's like no and then I do want to sell, but I don't know how to sell, especially right now in this in this pandemic thing going on. Like, how can you sell from a place of heart instead of a place of need, you know? Mm, okay, well, we're going to get to that in a minute. And um, so my final question out of this trio, so you told me what breaks your heart, you told me what pisses you off. And so you spoke about the over-promising and under-delivering that coaches do, as well as running them ragged. And then on the flip side, um, VAs, how they are undercharging themselves for the worth and the value yes. they provide. So how is your business the solution to all of these problems? What's the common thread between what you can do to help all of this? Well, I think I'm pride myself to be very honest and I'm pride myself to be very direct. Sometimes that's not a good thing. <laughs> but you know, like I like to say things as I feel it and if if I cannot do something, I will also tell you, like, I don't know how to do that. If I cannot find a solution of your problem, I'm going to say no, but I maybe have somebody else that can help you. So, and once I work with people, I like to be paid the price that I think I'm worth it. So that's why also I feel like I, go, I want clients that they also appreciate time and appreciate the effort and the work of other people. Okay. If I'm, I'm going to circle back to the question because I feel yes. like we haven't quite hit it on the head. Um, okay. um, I agree with you that you do deserve to be paid for your work for sure. I do want to help you almost like pull away from the idea of being charged what you're personally worth and to focus on charging what your work is worth. Because I think that's where a lot of people do get tripped up, that they okay. attach their own self-worth to the prices that they charge. So We'll move away from that. So let me circle back to the question. What is the problem your business solves for your target market? Time. Time. Okay. Yeah, I get time for you and 
so you can have a life work balance because I think it's very important for entrepreneurs out there to have that, to have time for relaxing, time for work, time for strategize and grow, like all those things you need to have time for. And if you're a burnout machine, then you're not going to do that. Mm. Okay. And so when you first came to me, you were focusing on like, what do I need to say or do differently to kind of like separate myself from all VTAs? So what do you think the problem is when you see, because I've seen these too, um, even myself, I would ask in a group, um, a Facebook group, like, hey, does anyone know VAs that specialize in X? And suddenly, boom, like there's a huge flood. So what do you think is actually causing the behavior? Like that me, me, me. And like, what can you do differently? So you're not, like you're still putting your hand up, but without kind of like succumbing to that energy of me, me, me. Well, I think what I've been doing lately is just instead of writing something on those, like, oh, do you guys know? I focus mostly on people asking for help. Like, oh, I have this program. I don't know what to do this. Somebody know how to? And then I answer, oh, you know, you can do like this and this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that gives more value instead of just like raising my hand in front of like a classroom full of people. And the other thing I've been focusing on right now is creating content around my solution at this time. So yeah. educated people, why having a VA is actually beneficial for your business instead of an expense or um, yeah, expense more. How you your time should be a currency that you should not even you know negotiate about. That is something you should really take care of. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe is. Maybe. Yeah, I think what I see differently with you is that you definitely have taken the next part of the role. Like you're taking like a couple of steps forward, and you're actually educating on the value of VAs. And how we can envision ourselves like with one, like as you said, said, like if time is the solution you provide, then having something like an infographic on like what VAs can do in X amount of time versus what like a coach could do. So you're definitely stepping up there. And the fact that you even want to be visible, that's even like a a better sign because it's not just about getting more clients, but also kind of because there are so many people who hide behind the screens and only do the bare minimum when they are, you know, commenting like, oh yeah, me, 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 like, here's my website and like, I can help with this. But you're literally like, hey, here's how I can help. I can do this. I can do that. Here's my experience. Here's a like before and after kind of comparison and, you know, that sort of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, let's keep rifting on this. So if you've recently invested in an Instagram strategist. So, you know, you're starting to already start putting your content out there. And um, there was something else as well uh, we mentioned in the green room. So um, what else had you been doing? It was Instagram. Um, and Yeah. And I started a podcast. Oh, yes. It's so like I can deliver the content every week. Yeah. Yes. Well, there you go. See, even having your own podcast, I've, I've seen um, a handful of um, VA podcasts, but there aren't that many of them in the grand scheme of things. So I think that's definitely another way that you can distinguish yourself. So what is your major concern? Because to be honest, it, it feels like you're already, you've already taken the steps to be more visible. So you start your own podcast, you're being more consistent on Instagram, you've hired someone to do it. And so what else is stopping you from fully owning your VA status? Probably fear. Okay. Which is very difficult to to accept because I'm not a fearless person by nature. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I was fearless and then life has showed me that sometimes you have to be cautious. Um, so I think that's the part is roaming in my mind lately, you know, like especially now because I'm so new in this arena and then this hit us as a, as a world, you know, this uh, coronavirus has hit everybody. And it's not just me, like everybody around the world. It has made me doubt if I really have made the right decision, you know? Mm. Okay, let's go into this exercise that I call the best versus worst case scenario. So let's go for your worst case scenario. Okay, and we're going to go deeper and deeper until we find something. So what is the worst case scenario that will happen if this doesn't work? I have to find a job and I, like nine to five. Yeah. Okay. And can you do that if worst comes to worst? Well, yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> yes, I know. But you mentioned earlier that if you, you know, want to still keep eating and have a roof over your head. So, so that's the worst case scenario. So is there another thing that what if you couldn't get a job? What then? I'd probably just be like a house mom, you know, being home with my kids and care for them. That is not even a worst case scenario mm-hmm. because I would love that also, you know. Yeah. Um, but of course, economic wise will be a little bit more. I will not say even pressure because my husband has a really good job, but more cushion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Would you be able to handle that though? Yeah, it would be difficult, but uh, yeah. Okay. Is there an even worse case scenario after that? No, I think that's the worst, worst. Yeah. Okay. And now that we've actually vocalized it, it's actually not that bad because you've pretty much said, yeah, I can handle it though. If it happens, it's not obviously where we want to go. I wanted to take you through that just for a moment, just so that you know that if the worst happened and it didn't work yet, you can still handle what is to come. Yeah. Right. And now let's go on the other side. So what about the best case scenario? So you started a podcast, started showing up more on Instagram. So what's the best that can happen out of that? People start contacting me to work with me. Yeah. Yeah. Because they like my personality and they know that I can make a good asset for their, for their business. Mm-hmm. And what could that lead to? To having a successful business. Mm-hmm. That, what does that mean? Uh, that thrives. Yeah, economically, but also thrives me as a person. That is the most important. And they give me this work-balanced life that I like. That is what I want, right? Mm-hmm. And what could that lead to? Having a thriving business economically and something that fills your purpose? A very happy Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> like very, very happy. <laughs> yes. yes, an extremely happy, fulfilled life that you can sustain basically right exactly yeah so let me ask you what do you think are the three things that you feel you need to change right now in order to overcome the fear because now you know you've literally said on this podcast what is the worst case scenario it's actually not that bad yeah so what things do you think are keeping you in the fear so i feel right now you know, when you're in the ocean, right? And then you see the waves and you, but you're still in the, in the shore and you don't want to die. You, you're like, you know, that's the next step, but you're still like, oh, should I really go into the ocean? It's cold. You know, and that's where I am right now. Like I know I have to go and I have the plan. I have the strategy in place now. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just execute and continue. Yeah. So I need to jump through the shore. That's what I need to do. Yeah, and uh, dive into it <laughs> exactly and even though i'm gonna i'm afraid of you know getting a big wave and yeah 
getting my bikini out of it. <laughs> it like happens sometimes. I know I have to do that, you know? And yeah. Okay. So I think I just have to get a big doses of, uh, of bravery. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's be very specific about this. So it's one thing to say in theory that I need to jump into the shore as um, the analogy you've used. So what does that mean? What are those steps? Like what do they actually translate to in so, the actions of the business? Okay. So the first one is going to be uh, getting my strategy, like uh, in, uh, Instagram on place. That's the first one. And then I start showing up and in the stories more, but more as an educator instead of just like, you know, pictures and so on, you know. Mm-hmm. And number three is launching the podcast and um, bringing other people more traffic into my website. Um, because that's mainly the reason why I'm doing this to, to deliver so people can get traffic into the website. And once they like what they're hearing, then they can stay with me. Mm-hmm. I think those are the the next steps, I think. Okay. So do you have, so you said you got a website ready. Do you have the backend system set up? So if someone wants to have a discovery call with you or whichever you call it yourself, like, do you have like the scheduler in place? Do you have the emails going out? Um, if someone books and your contracts in place, if someone signs, do you have all of that? Yes. All All right. Perfect. Brilliant. Yeah. So it just sounds like what you need then is to divert more traffic onto your website and to have more conversations as well as showing up on Instagram is a two way street. So as yes, it's people seeing you um, by coming to your profile and seeing your posts and your stories, but it's also you commenting and visiting other people's profiles and actually showing up for them there. It's just like how you show up in Facebook groups and you answer questions, that sort of thing. So I think you also need to incorporate some um, activity in following other coaches and showing up of value there, Mm -hmm. you know, start conversations with them. Right. But Mm -hmm. I think the fact that you're starting a podcast because a podcast is a natural authority positioner. I literally felt the difference in the perception um, when I started my podcast. And so if you have some people in mind for guests, have some of them as coaches and maybe there's something that they can provide there too. And when they know about you and they've been on your podcast, they're obviously going to share the episode that they're on. So there's a lot of potential there for the connections you can build for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm liking it so far. It's been amazing. Yeah. And um so I think you only told me in the green room, but could you share with us uh, the name of your podcast? Yeah. So the name of the podcast is Small Tweaks, Quick Wins. And it's all about sharing small strategies, tips, you know, tweaks we can make in our business to have impact. So sometimes you don't need to use like a whole restructure. Sometimes you just need to tweak a little thing and then you get a win, right? So that's what is it about. And I'm having, I'm already been recording six, six episodes. Brilliant. Yeah. So it's on, it's on the way and it's really exciting. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. So from when we began this call today and to where you are now, like what, how are you feeling from the discussions that we have? Um, because if, to be honest, you've already taken the steps to become more visible in your space anyway. I feel like the only thing that we haven't really covered is the, the specialty, but it's because you've kind of, you, you almost said that you want to stay as a general VA for now, but at the same time, you're an educator about general VA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I, I think, I mean, my, if I, if I want 
to sh- I'm going to share my big, big dream. It will be turn, turn this into an agency to have like a lot of other people helping not my niche, not just me. So I can be, I can be like the big girl person, but then I have another people helping with graphic, with other things, you know, like podcast editing, video editing. Like I would love that, you know, to have one stop shop. Yeah, that's my dream. Mm, um, I love that. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I want to get my my feet deep in a lot of areas, so I can also help more. I think when you dip your feet in different areas, and also you can help more and strategize with clients instead of you just like I'm just a social media. But then suddenly I grew up into this agency, but I don't know anything about video. You know, like so I want to be like a little bit of everything, so I can understand what is behind. I'm I'm that kind of person, you know, like I need to understand things, what is behind things, I can serve you better. Um, I want to ask you, do you charge by the hour or do you have packages of hours or specific packages for a certain area? I have, for general admin, I have packages. So I have like five hours, 10 hours, 15 hours. And then from there, I have packages from specific areas. So like social media management is a package. Marketing is a package. And like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I think in order to start the agency work, when you start getting um, an influx of clients from your visibility work to actually hire a VA to work with you to serve a client, and then you can start handing off some of the VA task and you can actually step more into a strategist role where you work with your client on the strategy and then you have someone on your team to be able to fulfill um, the other things that you otherwise, that you used to do, but you yeah. don't actually have the time for now. So I think in order to make that big dream much more tangible, that those will be the steps as you go because that's definitely what happens is literally like okay you've reached a point now where you can't do it all yourself and then you like bring more people on and then you can start like kind of having specialists in in the different areas and then create the agency that way yeah that's 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 the plan yeah i love it all right so barbara as we are wrapping up today's call i want to hear from you like from when we started to how we finished like are you clear on the next steps that you need to take and is there any areas that you still want to like nip in the bud before we finish up today I think I'm clear and I think it's been really nice to talk to you and resource that what I'm doing is actually okay. You know, like I'm in the right path because when you sit, I'm sitting in my office alone the whole day. (laughs) It's difficult. And my husband is not a business owner. He works in corporate. So when I come with him with things, he's like, oh, yeah, like he really (laughs) doesn't doesn't understand. And I completely understand that he doesn't understand. So... So talking with another business owner and telling him, telling like you and telling you what I'm doing and then you telling, you know, I actually you you in the right path. That for me gives me so much motivation and energy to continue, you know. Yeah, I'm going to continue the path and I'm going to keep you posted. Yes, please do. Um, I would love to have you back on the podcast to kind of see how you've gotten on in a couple months time. I think that'll be really great to kind of see the before and after. And a couple of notes is that What I found is that I understand that the pandemic has hit us in very different ways. For them, it has been extremely, extremely impactful and they've had to adapt and pivot. And for some, it's actually given them an opportunity to thrive because they're at home more and there are people um, who are like buying services and investing in products. 
that sort of thing. And I think for you, you can, it's very easy to project other people's fears or um, kind of their way of thinking. So for example, um, so I keep catching people say this to themselves like, oh, I understand it comes from a place of compassion, but a lot of the time they're saying, like, oh, people don't have money right now. And then I would actually question them like, that is not true. People do have money. It's just that their priorities have changed. Yeah. So does your business, it, does it align with one of their top priorities right now? And so for you, I think you have a huge opportunity as a VA to be able to connect with online business owners who actually might be overwhelmed um, with the amount of work they suddenly have on because their services are suddenly being bought because now someone can prioritize their service and you can help them like take off the the task that they can't do on their own anymore. That's why I've hired a VA like literally the other day is <laughs> because I'm suddenly overwhelmed with how much I need to do on my own because business has actually improved since the pandemic. So mm-hmm. being wary of not projecting other people's kind of uh, almost their negativity or just mm-hmm. kind of like their viewpoint, because again, people have been hit in different ways. So you need to kind of look out for the people who have been hit in a good way. Yeah. So you can actually serve them as their business has grown okay. through this special time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you make me think about that. It's, it's good. Yeah, you're right. Awesome. Right. So, Barbara, it's been amazing having you on. So, really, um, let's definitely recap your challenge. So, what I love doing for like those who have come onto the podcast for a coaching episode is to kind of like share their challenge of what they're going to do, the actual action steps, so we can actually hold you accountable because there's yeah, true, there's true power in public accountability. So, share with us again your three action steps you're going to take as a result of this episode today so you guys are going to be seeing a lot of content coming into instagram a lot of content related to delegating and productivity that is um that's going to help you decide if you really need a ba or not in your business a lot of education around um you're prepared also to see a lot of podcasts solos and interviews with people that they can help you tweak your business with small things and you can Expect me to see a lot of awkward videos in my IGTV and Instagram stories because, uh, to be honest, I'm not a camera girl. I'm, I'm kind of shy, but I'm going to try to get my feet a little more deeper in that. So deeper, deeper, little by little. All right. Got it. And where can we find you for your podcast and your website and your Instagram handle so that that way we can hold you accountable? So where can we find you? So my website is barbarajorgensen.com, like my last name. And then you can find me at, in Instagram is where I am, at barbarajorgensenstudio.com. And the podcast is going to come in Apple and in iTunes mm-hmm. in the 15th September. September. April. Yeah, September. What? That's <laughs> like six months away. <laughs> ah, no. <laughs> Only on two weeks. All it's right. going to be the lounge. So I'm going to also give you a little link mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Um, I think when this episode airs, your podcast will actually be live. So I'll be sure to pop all of the links. So the Instagram, your website and your podcast into the show notes. So Thank we can you. definitely follow along there for sure. So that's really exciting. Um, all the things that you have on. So thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. So before I let you go, I do have two more questions. So these are fun questions. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. Number one, what makes you a quiet rebel? So like I said before, I'm more like a girl behind the scenes kind of girl. I really like to have 
structure in my life. And because of that, I'm, I like to step a little behind and look before I can actually contribute. My mom, she always said, if you don't have anything good to say, just don't say it. So I think that's me, you know, like I'm always waiting until, yeah. So that's me. Yeah. Okay. And the final question is that when my audience hears the sound effect, it means it's time for a fact of the day. So Barbara, I know that you listen to the Quiet Rebels podcast, so you probably know what this is already. So it's time to turn the tables on you. So it is a fact of the day. So this is when I ask you to share a weird fact or a fun fact about you or a story, whatever it is, that is not very easy to find online. So whether it's your website or social media or your podcast where you may reveal some personal tidbits, what is something that only we can know about you? Well, I don't think people know this actually, because but I train Taekwondo for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I'm a little ninja. Yeah, that's maybe why also the VA ninja comes from because I feel uh, that discipline gave me or training in Taekwondo gave me the discipline to be very focused and very structured but also being very kind and compassionate because mm. the first thing you learn when you train that a martial art is that you should not use it unless like it's super necessary but you should not start like making a fight just because you know how to so yeah, I think that's something nobody knows. A lot of people don't. <laughs> that is so cool. Oh my God, I just got so excited because um, I'm not sure if you listened to the episode with Iman Dhabi, but she's trained in karate, you're trained in taekwondo, and I'm trained in jiu-jitsu. So oh my oh. God, it's like coming together. So cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I 100% agree with you that the it's not just the physical sport, but it's the the mindset and the discipline that comes along with the actual it's like an art form in itself really and so you can own the whole right hand ninja thing you can <laughs> talk about the taekwondo on your website i think that'd be really cool yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah oh i'm just so excited now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you I, I didn't I, I don't think i heard that no i haven't heard that episode then i come back and hear now yeah that one's with um iman Dhabi. so um yeah we spoke about overcoming adversity um, as a uh, minority in business. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So it's a really, really good episode. But anyway, so we are our fellow martial artists. It's always brilliant to know. So I just want to say thank you so much again for sharing your insights and, um, you know, being a brave soul, stepping up to the plate for a coaching episode. So thank you so much, Barbara. No, thank you for having me. This has been amazing. I really, really enjoy it. And there we have it, my lovely. So I want to share with you now. After we stopped the recording, I swear we had like some of the best gems that came about afterwards. So I just want to give you a little sneak peek on that so you can help hold Barbara accountable as well. So something that we discovered because I thought hmm, we, we should have talked a little bit more about her positioning. And then when I asked her, do you have specific packages around what you do? Do you do it like hourly? Do you do it um, you know, package of hours? Do you have kind of specific packages for a certain area of business? And then she suddenly told me that the things that she enjoyed most as an assistant was about, you know, mapping out the client experience, the workflow, and setting up systems. And I was like, oh my God, why didn't you say this before? And actually, um, I'm going to say this publicly, but she told me that she works um, with Dubsado and that's a new client management software that I'm actually testing out and I've specifically been looking for someone who actually specializes in Dubsado so I actually might end up hiring her so how interesting but this is how important it is for you to share with other people you know what you're doing 
you know, because no one is going to know unless you say so. But Barbara has already taken the next step. She's showing up more frequently on social. She already has her backend system set up and she's even starting a podcast. So those are big things. I know that many VAs aren't at that point yet when they're ready to kind of show up and be an authority and kind of teach their ideal clients of what having a virtual assistant can do for them. And fun fact, she's no longer calling herself as a, a virtual assistant now. She's now calling herself an executive assistant who specializes in systems setup. So isn't that interesting, right? So I couldn't let you go without letting you know what was happening in the green room afterwards when I'm just kind of reflecting on the session. I just feel like you've really had to know that because honestly, when it comes to being able to survive and hopefully thrive, even when times are uncertain, it's honestly meeting people where they're at and asking yourself, how can your service or your product align with the current priorities of your target market? Okay, so I really, really hope that you enjoyed listening to this conversation with Barbara because I really loved having it. And, you know, I would love for you to screenshot this episode if you enjoyed it and share it on Instagram. Do be sure to tag us. So I'm going to pop all of her links, um, her Instagram, her website and her podcast as well. I'm going to put all the links there so you can be sure to tag her on Instagram as well as myself. So that way we know that you're listening to it and share with us any feedback as well. Because here's the thing. The more I know that you quiet rebels like this coaching style, then I will open up the applications again for you to potentially have a coaching episode on the podcast. So it's a win-win situation, right? You just need to let me know. And so I look forward to hearing from you in the DMs if it's something that you are interested in. And I just really want you to know how much I appreciate you. So thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to see you same place, same time next week for another coaching episode on the podcast. So we have three in a row. So we have Michelle first, we have Barbara second, and we're going to have a mystery guest in the next one as well for another coaching episode. And it's focusing on visibility. So it's kind of like, um, I didn't realize it in retrospect, but when I was recording with Michelle, um, it was about, you know, positioning again from, you know, the corporate world and how to encapsulate that as an online business. And Barbara is kind of like the connection between the two because she's talking also about that transition and also about the visibility aspect. And the next conversation is about visibility and the kind of mindset blocks that might be in the way there. So isn't it interesting, the common thread of all the people? I didn't actually think about it until now. I really hope that you enjoyed these episodes so far and so look forward to the next one. But until then, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in and bye for now. Mm -hmm.